Cripple Chronicles podcast, a podcast about a Lazaroff frame's amputation and the journey to accepting and embracing disability. Hi, my name is Becca. Yesterday I was described as if I was a superhero, I would be Marvel's mightiest cripple. So that is the introduction for this week. What are we going to talk about today? Because this is a wee bit different. I had a plan for when I was recording my episodes that I would kind of get all of the past stuff out of the way first and then start kind of talking more about the challenges faced by being disabled and speaking to different people and getting their experiences. However, due to an experience I had yesterday, I have kind of sidetracked that plan a wee bit. And for episode four, we are going to be talking about consent when touching somebody in a wheelchair and why if you think that you are just helping somebody when you go up and touch somebody in a wheelchair without their consent then we're going to discuss why that is not the case and how it actually leaves wheelchair users i.e myself feeling and I have already had a few comments on a TikTok video that I made yesterday of people saying that they have experienced the same thing so if you are a wheelchair user please comment or send an email to cripplechroniclespod at gmail.com tell me about your experience of when somebody has come up and pushed you or touched you whilst being in your chair and how that makes you feel and hopefully later down the line we can do a part two a part three however many oops just hit the mic there sorry um but yeah that's kind of the plan for today's episode as always Please follow on Instagram and TikTok at Cripple Chronicles Pod and subscribe on YouTube, leave a like, leave a comment and let's get into it. Okay, so today I want to talk about how it makes me feel when people who think they are trying to help when I'm out and about and the kind of the emotions that I'm feeling today I was kind of a wee bit skeptical about sitting down and recording this I kind of thought mm, will I do what I usually do and kind of plan out a script so that I've got something that I'm actually going to follow but then that felt as if it was kind of taken away from the authenticity of my feelings and I kind of have some points of what I want to cover but I don't know how long this episode is going to be or how much I will actually say but <laughs> here we are anyway. So after I had my amputation and I was in the hospital I was just so relieved after it had happened and I was cutting about in my wheelchair and feeling a lot more mobile and independent than I had felt in a very long... Simba, we can't do this today, buddy. So I was feeling more independent than I had felt in a very long time. If you are somebody who regularly has stays in hospital or you've had to stay in hospital for a long time 
the meals you get get very repetitive and it had got to a point where there was just nothing that I really wanted to eat so I thought that's fine I'll get Simba is really wanting to make an appearance this episode but I just can't do it because he's in about everything so Back to what I was saying, I decided that I was going to order myself some food on Uber Eats and I would just go downstairs into like the main foyer of the hospital and I would meet the delivery driver and I would sit outside of the ward and I would have my dinner. And that is what I did, but going downstairs to go and meet the delivery driver, as I was about to reverse myself out of the lift, a guy took the handles of my wheelchair and started going to move me back and I was like, I, I don't need your help, thanks very much. And he kind of looked at me as if to be like, what do you mean you don't need my help? And it really angered me because I was like, just because you have seen me in a wheelchair, that doesn't mean I need your help. And it wasn't as if I was in a hospital gown or looked as if I was a patient. I was wearing my normal clothes, just going and living my life and somebody put themselves in my space and I remember when I said to my dad and he initially said but they were just trying to help and that's something that I've heard a few times again after what happened yesterday and that is not the point. So what is the point? I have been struggling a wee bit this week with motivation and my prosthetic's been hurting me and there's nothing that I can do other than wait for a new socket and it is infuriating to know that I want to progress and move on and the way that I do that is wearing my leg more and I can't. So I've been struggling to kind of get myself up and get myself motivated. Yesterday I got up and I really just felt as if I had to get out of the house. So I decided that I was going to go and do some self-care and get my nails done and my brows done. And I was really happy when I was leaving the house because it just felt like normal life. It just felt like I was doing something that I would have done before I had the accident. A spontaneous day where I woke up, I didn't have any plans, I wanted to go out and I did it. So I got myself ready and I went down, I got on the bus, that was all fine. I got off. The place that I was going to was inside of a shopping centre and to get into the shopping centre there's like a mini steep in incline a wee break and then back down again and I've done this a few times so I knew I could do it however I have been really trying to teach myself and I say teach myself because I'm having to unlearn a lot of things that I felt and I'm trying to kind of be more gentle with myself that it is okay for me to take my time and take breaks if people want to walk around me they have the option to so I was just taking my time minding my own business I'd had a wee break and I had my earphones in had some hype music on to get me up this wee incline I was on my way and then next thing I know I am being like pushed forward and I got such a fright that I pulled out my earphone and I was just like what the actual fuck are you doing 
and the guy was pure like, I was just trying to help you. And I was like, I don't need your fucking help. Like, I didn't ask for you to help me. Do not do that to somebody that is in a wheelchair. And his response to me was, I was just trying to be nice, you fucking boot. And at that moment, it really kind of triggered my PTSD. And in that moment, I thought, oh shit, is he going to hit me? Like, I have just shouted at a stranger. I got up to the top and I kind of gave myself a wee minute and I was like, okay, that's happened. He's away now. I just need to go on with my day. Like, I'm nearly there. And then I was like, no, I, I need to give myself a wee bit more time than this. I can't just move on. So I FaceTimed my best pal Eleanor and I started explaining it and I started hyperventilating and she was like, okay, we're just going to do some breathing. And she helped me kind of get my breathing under control. And she was like, that's a really shitty thing to happen. I can't believe that somebody has just done that to you, but you have got here. You're still going to go and get your nails done and stuff. Please don't let this ruin your day. And I was kind of like, okay, whilst I've kind of still got the adrenaline, I'm going to go to the toilet and then I'm going to go and get my nails done. And I'd still had my earphones in and going back into the shopping centre, I was so paranoid of people coming up behind me or walking past me because I just kept feeling as if somebody was going to do that to me again. It is just wild because the people that say they were just trying to help, if you are somebody that is listening to this right now and you have that thought process, can you please tell me how you think me questioning people walking past me is helpful? How you think me questioning myself taking time is okay, is helpful? Because it's not, it does the complete opposite thing. It has totally spun my head because when I go out into places, it is so hard not to feel like I am taking up too much space or I'm being too slow or I'm being inconvenient to people who are able-bodied and somebody coming up and coming into my space and proving to me that that thought is a real thought, that is really hard to then talk yourself back out of. The point isn't that somebody was just trying to help me, they were just trying to be nice. I didn't ask for that help. I did not need that help. So it completely debunks that argument. I don't care if you were trying to help me. If I didn't ask for it, you're just inputting yourself in a situation that is none of your fucking business. It threw me off for the rest of the day because even when I was going back and getting on the bus, I was crossing the road and a woman had said, oh, are you not freezing? Because I was wearing just like a hoodie and I was like, well, no, when I'm actually in my wheelchair, I heat up quite a lot, so wearing something like this keeps me cool. And she was just like, haha, okay. And then as I was getting on the bus, she came over again and she was like, oh, do you need a hand? And I was like, no, I'm okay, thanks. And got on the bus and then coming to get off the bus there was a guy waiting to get on 
and then I felt as if I was trying to rush myself to make it more convenient for other people and in doing that I kept on getting myself stuck because my wheels weren't turning the right way and I was so focused on how quickly I was trying to get off the bus that it was actually making me slower and I have already had an experience in the past month or so when I was going to the gym and there was somebody about to come round down the ramp towards me and there's not enough room for you to pass by my wheelchair whilst I am going up the ramp so because of that I tried to rush myself and I tried to speed up and I ended up with a massive bruise on my arm for a week because I went right into a railing I scudded myself off the wall because I was trying to make it more convenient for other people and I can't do that but then when there's people actively coming into your space and forcing you it is very hard not to feel like I have to rush myself. Okay since this is going a wee bit off of um, the plan that I had anyway I don't know if you can hear Simba purring but he has came to join me and I'm going to continue on with the episode with him just sitting here if he is going to be happy enough. You might hear him meowing away, you might hear him purring, but we're just going to roll with it because today's episode is not what I was expecting to do. Okay, never mind. I fucking forgot what I said. I had a friend say to me yesterday, it was a very good way to look at it, she has a child and she had said, if you saw somebody going up the hill with a pram, you wouldn't go and just start pushing their pram for them. Or I thought if you saw somebody that looked as if they were struggling to walk up a hill, or not even, not even struggling to walk up a hill because I wasn't struggling. I was just doing it. So if you saw somebody walking up a hill, would you go and push them? I don't think you would. That's the point. I kind of, I got a wee bit in my head yesterday that I shouldn't have been so angry in the way that I reacted because I try to respond instead of react. However, I realised when I thought about it on a deeper level, if that had happened to me when I was out walking with both of my legs, I would have reacted in the exact same way. Being in a wheelchair doesn't mean that I lose my autonomy over my body so that means you should respect me my body and my, my mobility aids it doesn't you shouldn't be touching them if i've not asked you to however the universe has a good way of teaching you lessons and showing you that for every shit person there is a good person out there because after i got off the bus and i had felt like i'd been rushing i came up into my street which it's quite a steep hill and when I'm coming up I need to take quite a few breaks just to kind of compose myself and get myself ready and I had stopped probably, I wasn't too far from my door, like two minutes and a woman came out to me, she was roughly like the same age as me and I shit myself because again I had both of my earphones in which is another thing that I'm like maybe I should maybe I should only have one earphone in, maybe I should be a wee bit more aware of my surroundings which I hate that I need to do it, but it's going to be something that I'm going to need to do for my own well-being. So I got a wee bit of a fright and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just wondering if you needed a hand. And I was like, no, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm used to it. I'm just having a wee break. 
and she was like honestly I was watching you from my window and thinking I really struggle to walk up that hill like you're putting me to fucking shame and I just kind of laughed it off and I was like oh I've had plenty of practice and she was like no honestly like I just wanted to come out and see if you needed a hand but you don't because clearly you're strong as fuck and it was so nice because I said to her I was like I really appreciate you coming out and asking if I needed the help instead of just coming out and doing something because I've already shouted at somebody today for doing that and she was like no it's totally fine like don't worry about it and then kind of asking like where I stayed and things because she hadn't seen me before but that's the thing like I have got a lot better at asking for help since going through my accident because I used to feel like asking for help was a weakness or it was shameful. I had basically always learned through my life that you just need to do shit on your own, like just get it done, don't complain about it. Coming to being disabled, it was accepting that there is a lot more things now that I need help with and it is okay to ask for that help. When I go out on my own, I have already thought through the different scenarios of things that might happen where I need to adapt and problem solve or that I will need to reach out and ask somebody for help and an instance of that was yesterday when I was going down to get the bus there was two guys doing construction work however when I crossed the road the barrier was over one of the drop pavements and then where the next dropped pavement was there was another barrier and it wasn't enough for me to just get up in my wheelchair so I kind of tried, realised that there wasn't another dropped curb until further down the road which would have been dangerous for me to do that so I got myself half up the curb, stood out of my wheelchair, turned round, pulled my wheelchair onto the curb and sat back down into it because that's the kind of things you need to do when I work like the world isn't made for people being disabled you need to adapt and overcome to it however if there was somebody passing by I would have said hi would you mind giving me a hand this is a bit of a nightmare here and I need to get up which wouldn't have been an issue for me so I am very comfortable in asking somebody for help However, I know that it also sometimes it can get a bit annoying because, again, it just reinforces the fact that when society sees a wheelchair user, they think they are less capable and that they're in, in need of help and that's why they ask. And although it is that people are good and they want to be nice and that's a very good quality to see that's kind of how I see it a lot of the time when people are asking me if I need help I don't see it as a bad thing but when you're just out living your life and you have people asking you constantly if you need a hand it does feel like a reminder that people see you as less than and less than capable and it is just something that is really hard to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis because I know before I had my accident I used to be anxious that people were looking at me and talking about me and laughing about me and I knew that it was all in my head whereas now I know people are looking at me because it draws more attention. I mean, my spokes on my wheelchair are yellow and orange and I get quite a few people saying, oh my God, I love your spokes. And I like that. It makes me feel happy because I love them too. But 
I know people are looking at me. I know people are thinking things. I even make jokes to my pals sometimes when I'm kind of, we're joking about all of the cripple privileges that I have when I get to like skip the queue in places. And I'm like, oh, there's some people giving me sniders, but then there's also some people looking at me like, oh, look at that poor little cripple. She needs to, she needs to cut the queue because she's in a wheelchair. Like it's real thoughts that people have. And yesterday just proved that to me that somebody saw me just out existing and living my life and they thought that they had to input themselves into a situation and help me when I never needed help in the first place. That is just kind of one of those things that I need to face but I shouldn't have to face it. That's the thing. It's like, oh these things are just going to happen. Why? Why do people think that that's okay for it just to happen? Why do I have to be the one that has to be compliant and okay with that happening instead of being angry and telling you not to fucking do it again? I'm not just going <laughs> to roll over, <laughs> pardon the pun, and take it. Like, that's not going to fucking happen. I deserve to be treated with respect and that means not touching me without my consent. Anyway... Do you know what? I think I've rambled on enough today and Simba has been up and all over the place and trying to kind of get a wee shot on being podcast co-host. So that is where I'm going to end it for today. Next week will be back to regular schedule of talking about what happened when having my Elazaroff frame but I really did feel as if I just had to kind of sit down and record this today as I was feeling very knocked off and I know that I'm not alone in these feelings and I know that there's people out there who have had similar experiences to what happened to me yesterday and I hope that if you started listening to this episode and had the thought that this just happens and people are just trying to help that maybe that you'll think a little differently about it. However, if you have had a similar experience, please would you comment or email and tell me what it was like and maybe later down the line I will come back and I will read your experiences and kind of have a conversation about it. Thank you so much for listening today. We will be back next week with regular posting. Bye!